0: Mama Mac here on Go Yard live with you tonight on Thursday night. And what a wonderful evening it's going to be on this show tonight with Dr. Angel Falzoni sitting right here, ready to go. Dr. Angel, going to have a good show, aren't we? Oh, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, we're going to talk about something that I think is going to affect everyone in our audience tonight. Not that our other shows haven't, because they have, but this one is called Surviving the Holidays. Woo! Why do we need to survive them? Why can't we just enjoy them? Well, because sometimes it's not so easy to just enjoy them, right? And tonight, we're glad you are joining us. And we, as always, will make it available for you to call in during the show with your comments, your questions, or maybe uh, a little uh, story you want to tell briefly. And the number is 727-441-3000. Or you can use the toll-free number to the studio, 866 826-1340. 826-1340. We want you to be able to use that. But we're finding a lot of people are texting, Dr. Angel, and that's kind of cool. So the number to text is my phone number, which is sitting right here beside me. And that is 727-417-3200. 0707. So feel free to text during the show. We had a lot of texts last week, and that's cool. We enjoy that. We did. And yeah. that was really great. Wasn't yeah. that fun? So we, hey, we want to hear from you. You got a comment, you got a question, we, we'll read it. We, we won't mention your name if you'd rather not. That's fine. 727 417 0707. If you call in, of course, Chris, our engineer, will answer the phone and ask your name and where you're from, what state. And then that'll come here right Here in front of us on the computer kind of cool and um, so we're going to talk today Dr. Angel about all the mixed emotions that we all have at the holiday season because this is the show right before next week a week from today Thanksgiving Day.
1: It is you know it's hard to believe this year has flown. Oh my
0: gosh and we've been having so much
1: fun. We
0: have, and it's already the end
1: of November. We're coming
0: down on the end, and now we're at the end of the year, and this is where the holidays kind of go full swing, full full year. Yeah, and it just, all of a sudden, we're right in the middle of it, you know, and next week there will be family times, you know, through the years. Uh, we've all had those holidays that were less than perfect. Those times that maybe we just uh, walked away with a lot of regret, a lot of sadness. Maybe some some things happened. Uh, maybe some holidays, uh, families had, there were different people that were not getting along. You know, have you ever had something like that happen, Dr. Uh, Angel? <laughs> the
1: holidays can definitely be a crazy time of year. It can, yeah. So mixed emotions come because there's there can be a lot of positive Right. feelings and things that surround the holidays. There's a lot of different activities to do, a lot more opportunities to get together with people we don't see regularly, Right, which can come with a lot more stress and sometimes some of those relationships that we're getting together with, we might not really want to, but we feel obligated to, Yes, which means we might have sadness. Maybe we lost somebody, maybe a death of somebody that was really close and special and we remember them. The holidays were special with them and without them,
0: we're feeling that love loss that grief oh yeah I it, think a lot of people experience that yeah
1: it could be loss of a relationship if we've been divorced or separated and now we're having shared time with our kids or maybe not being able to spend time with our kids or we maybe we're feeling lonely yes um, with not having that significant other in our life anymore it can definitely make the holidays a little bit more just sad for us because that's a loss that's a loss blended families oh and now, there are a lot of
0: them now. We could be
1: dealing with, you know, exes and, you know, I have my kids, you have your kids, we have our kids, and how do we do this holiday thing with all this going on? And this
0: probably... Uh, applies to a lot of our listening audience tonight and so we've got some tips tonight that we want to talk about um you know a lot of times the the holidays i've heard this many for many years in pastoral ministry and in counseling there's a lot of depression there's a lot of anxiety around this time of year and we want to address that because this show is all about reality here you know talking about what we can do to improve your life give you helpful suggestions tips you know some proof Proven methods of surviving difficult circumstances, like the holidays. And that's what we're talking about tonight. Depression, anxiety. Why do those occur at this time of year in well, particularly? Doctor? Well, as we mentioned before,
1: because this could be the time of the year that reminds us of our loss or we have okay. to deal with a
0: lot more conflicted
1: relationships or relationships that are part of our past, like from our family of origin. And we've kind of separated ourselves and sometimes we find ourselves not sure how to work that or right. in-laws or all the dynamics that can come with depression it can definitely lead to depression there's so much to do and little bit of time to do it in and we all oh. feel that
0: crunch so there's frustrations too and yeah it, well, it frustra- can make you oh. anxious because yes. I
1: have my to-do list is this big you know, it's, you know a <laughs> foot now it's 10 feet right you know and so anxiety and depression is definitely heightened uh, right suicide attempts are heightened this time of the year it, they are
0: yes absolutely and a lot of that i think has to do with the loneliness you just mentioned that a little while ago because sometimes as life changes because we all have seasons in our lives and as life changes maybe you get to a place where you're just alone and there's nobody around you and you're looking at the prospect of, of staying by yourself in your apartment your house whatever condo alone for the holidays coming up what should we talk you know what what can we say to those kind of people? well you we may say? not
1: even be alone physically because this is something i hear from a lot of clients over the years they may be in, in a room full of people it's just not the people that they really wanted to be with maybe their kids are grown oh, and they okay or in the military and they're overseas and and they don't have those little kids that they had at one time yes and they may still be with people but still feel really lonely yeah so there's a dualness to the loneliness they may really not have others or they may just not have that emotional connection right with the ones they really really want
0: you know it's the, the loneliness that happens in a lot of people i hear you what you're saying can, doesn't necessarily mean that you are alone people can be having feelings of loneliness and yet be in a crowd that's what i hear you saying doctor oh absolutely there's a quote that talks about being knee
1: deep in water and dying of thirst you know because you oh, have it all around good. you but it's not It's
0: not meeting that need the way you wanted it to. Right. Absolutely. So, and the other problem I think that happens, and you kind of alluded to this a minute ago, sometimes you run into people you don't really necessarily want to spend any time with. And that's, I think we all have had those kind of situations where maybe you've had a problem with someone earlier in the year or a couple months ago or, you know, and it's just a stressful encounter. Perhaps. It can be very stressful because you're right. We're
1: dealing with people that we may not be dealing with on our everyday basis. And we right. may have a conflicted relationship. And what happens is, is we're not getting together over the holidays. So let's talk about what happened and how can we fix this. We're pretending like it never happened. Oh, yeah.
0: Put the elephant under the rug, <laughs> leaving right? Leaving this elephant in the <laughs> room and <laughs> we're
1: trying to act like we're getting along and we're happy. Right. And so that causes more stress and tension. Absolutely. Because now we have to like really put our good game face on. Right. And then everything they're doing is kind of adding into that conflict because you're like, oh, I told you they're ignoring me. They don't look at me. <laughs> or, Did you see how she didn't say blah, blah, blah? You know, and right. we, we interpret it as it's right. all about, you know, us and right. that's why they're doing it to because they're trying to be getting back at us or whatever it is. So it can be overwhelming. So you're sitting there,
0: and you're just stirring it up more. Absolutely. In your mind. In your head. Absolutely. So sometimes the, just the thought of the holidays is overwhelming, and especially financially. I think that's an important point we want to make here, Dr. Angel. We be- do. Because finances can get out of control during the holiday season. Absolutely, they be, they can because not only do we have our everyday
1: expenses—the rent and the electric and all the right. things that we have to pay—but now we have gifts we have to buy for people, or, or that we feel obligated to buy for people, and we want to sometimes buy way more than we can afford. Right. Uh, Food, we you know, Thanksgiving meals and Christmas meals, they cost a lot more to have the food. It's expensive. Uh, Dinner parties. So the financial obligations increase. Maybe people are expecting you to travel. Right. So now you got to fit in whatever that means. Hotels, gas, rental cars, airplane tickets. Right. To meet those expectations. Absolutely.
0: Our budgets are already... A lot of, for most of us, is pretty tight. Pretty tight. So why add all that? But people do out of obligation. And then they go into debt. And then comes January. And then the bills come, doctor. And what does that do to people? I Talk mean, really. about
1: the holiday blues. We call it the holiday blues, but it's really a depression and a regret. A regret. That sits okay. in. Yeah.
0: And a lot of times we go and charge all these things that we can't afford to pay cash for. So we charge it because we feel, again, Obligated. obligated. <laughs> and yeah. we wanna, you know, There's a bell, right? A good there. one. Yeah. Yeah. We feel obligated. That's what we're saying here. And it's it's a sad thing really because that makes us dread the holidays when we should be enjoying them. Really enjoying them. It can very much yeah. because and then we want to give you know, some
1: people are their kids make a Christmas list and they feel like they have to get their kids everything on this list. Right. Well, nobody gets everything and maybe we can't afford it. And maybe that's not what's best for them. Right. Maybe we can pick one thing. It doesn't have to focus around the physical gift. And I think we get stuck in that mentality that we have to commercialism sells us that lie that Mm -hmm. they sell us, that it's all about the gift.
0: Right. And we get overwhelmed because... Financially, it's very taxing. Oh, absolutely. And then, of course, now the Black Friday specials and all that and people just, I mean, it's kind of crazy that people actually trample each other down, trample each other down in some of these stores. It's crazy. So there's so many unrealistic expectations, you know a lot of us growing up had very simple christmases and then that I mean years and years ago i'm mm-hmm. talking about and then as time has progressed you're right the word commercialism it's it's just taken over and it's become more than it than the reality of what christmas is all about which is the birth of Jesus. Which
1: makes it so much more stressful. I was yes. just talking to my aunt this week, and we were talking about how simple it used to be. And she's right. like, people used to put one Christmas tree up, and now they're putting six Christmas right. trees up. It's it's over the top. So, yes. you know, talking about that, you know, there's no better example of who puts it over the top than our
0: very favorite, Clark Griswold. Clark And the Griswold. Christmas Vacation. So, Let's listen to what Clark, and and we've asked our engineer to find a clip here because that's our favorite. Yours for your family and me for mine. Christmas Vacation, let's hear what Clark has to say about this topic tonight. Dad, didn't they invent Christmas tree lots so people wouldn't have to drive all the way out to nowhere and waste a whole Saturday? They invented them, Russ, because people forgot how to have a fun, old-fashioned family Christmas and are satisfied with scrawny, dead, overpriced trees that have no special meaning. (sighs) My toes are numb. You see, kids, this is what our forefathers did. I
1: can't feel my leg.
0: They walked out into the woods, they picked out that special tree, and they cut it down with their bare hands. Mom, I can't feel my hips. Clark. Yes, honey? Audrey's frozen from the waist down. Uh, That's all part of the experience, honey. There it is. walled family Christmas tree Isn't it a little big? It's not big it's just full Dad that thing wouldn't fit in our yard Not going in our yard Russ It's going in our living room. Woo <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Remember that clip? I can picture all of that, can't you? Very much so. Very much so. (laughs) That's over-the-top decorations on the outside of the house, right? Or inside and the Christmas tree that doesn't fit in. Right.
1: And so this is where some of us can get into big trouble with the holidays is that we set these unrealistic expectations. There you go. That nobody and no family could ever live up to and no one... Set them higher than Mr. Sparky
0: Griswold did. (laughs) That was a great clip. All right. So let's talk about what we can do about it. Let me give you our phone numbers. And before we get into what to do about this situation, we've identified the problem. And during the holidays, let's talk about solutions. Our phone numbers, if you want to text, is 727 417-0707 417-0707 if you want to call in tonight 727-441-3000. 727 441 727 four four one three thousand we want to hear from you let's talk about tips dr angel falzoni what can we do to make these holidays the best we've ever had
1: well i think we need to start with being realistic okay i like that we can't we can't fall into the trap of blowing these unrealistic expectations out and we need to try and because what happens is we end up disappointed right and we end up feeling that's when we we get that depression and that anxiety because we're trying to make it happen so much and it's just not going to work the way we right. envision things in our heads sometimes. Right. And so be realistic, be realistic about your finances. Mm-hmm. If you can't afford it, there's no reason to buy it, you know. Overspending is a large contributor to the depression and oh, the anxiety. Oh, I agree. And yeah. Anxiety. yeah. So set realistic budget for yourself. what about
0: if you just communicate let's say to your immediate family whoever it is let's say brothers sisters whatever let's do a uh, draw names thing and buy for one person versus everybody buying for everybody because we our family used to be like that everybody bought for everybody and it was just like em- amazing amount of people because you know everybody has kids it's so Correct. And then what happens is, is first of all, you're spending a whole lot of money
1: you don't have and everybody's getting something they probably don't want or need. Okay. And they're probably not going to use. All right. And so it does, and you know, and that's just it. So set being realistic about our budget and our finances is important because what happens is we get stuck in this trap and we buy all this, buy, 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 buy. Right. We're paying on it longer than the toy usually lasts the that's child. That's probably right. Yeah, You know, there was one year after Christmas I looked and I'm just like, this toy is broken and it's not even paid for yet. Wow. That was my epiphany. Oh, really?
0: Was it? Wow. Okay. Well, and that's that's a good wake up call right there. Very
1: much so. And well, you know, we're over overwhelming kids and we're overwhelming people and it's
0: just too much and it's too much for us and there's not. Well we're setting the bar pretty high for that generation then to come that they feel like they have to continue and do that. And, and continue to grow it. So, so it needs to
1: change. Set realistic expectations and there's a lot of alternative things
0: we can do. White it's, Elephant Christmas Party which oh, we usually have at our church and, uh, and our family also. My sister usually hosts a White Elephant Christmas Party where you and you want to t- define what that is? A white Oh, the White Elephant. (laughs) It's a fun little game that you can play around Christmas where
1: everyone brings a gift. It can be a realistic gift. It can be something completely silly. And you randomly draw, unwrap, and you can swap with people and trade and steal. And they're usually
0: not cool gifts, really. You know, they're usually kind of funny or something Aunt Edna gave you years ago, you know, that you just like. It's been in a closet forever. It's a good time to take that to a white elephant Christmas party. You
1: know, and I I have to tell you, I think my favorite one was at the church one a few years ago. That Someone brought the toilet plunger. Oh, yes. And it was the hillbilly (laughs)
0: cup holder for the beach. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we do that every year at our church, a white elephant. So that's a fun thing. So be realistic, you're saying, about your finances, about how much you decorate, how much you spend on meals. It doesn't have to be. Thanksgiving is, you know, is traditional coming up. You know, turkey, etc. But by Christmas, a lot of times people repeat that same extravaganza in a meal, and it's pretty costly.
1: Well, yeah, it's very costly. And so, I want—if I can get anyone to, to grab one principle from all of this—is keep it simple. Keep it simple. All right. And when we keep it simple, because what is really the holidays about? Is it really the focus about how much I can give or how much money I can spend? Or is it about making a memory? Is it about spending quality time with people we love? Is it about because the memories
0: are going to last way longer than the gifts? Oh, and that's a there you go. That's a bell ringer right there. The memories last a lot longer than the gifts. I've got a story on that. Um years ago when uh, my grandson my my grandkids were really small or a lot smaller they were like I don't know 6 four and 1 or something like that and I was in Indiana visiting and we had opened all the gifts and and all of these toys were laying around and you know just the typical stuff um my middle child a uh, grandchild is Chase and Chase was 4 or 5 I don't know so Chase says to me Nana i want you to play with me and i said sure which are we going to play with this bulldozer are we going to play with this game or what are we going to do and i go around with his presence and i say let's do this chase no i don't want to do that nana what what about this chase nope don't want to do that nana and so we went through four or five things and i said wait a minute what is it you want to do and chase says i want you to tickle me till i can't take it anymore and that's what he wanted to do. And that's what we did. I mean, I just got on the floor. It was carpeted. That was a good thing. And just, you know, wrestled with him and tickled him. And we've laughed about that memory for years, that that's what Chase wanted more than to play with one of his new toys. How about that? You know, that? that's a great story. You know, it's <laughs> true. And a lot of times you'll find the little kids playing with the box. The box versus you know? the, the toy that's in it. Right. And so keeping it simple. Keep it simple. great. Okay. So memories outlast gifts. All right. Very much. They do. What's another thing we can do during these times? Because basically, this whole season lasts for about five weeks. Five I mean, to six weeks, yeah. It really does. When you talk about Thanksgiving, you talk about Christmas, Christmas Eve, and the Christmas New Year's. Day, New Year's. So you got three major holidays right there and along. So I'm, I'm liking the things you're suggesting, making good memories, being realistic with our finances, all of those things. Those are excellent things to do. Moderation. Um, What about if you're used to going to the gym, you're used to going to church? Should you keep your routine? What does your routine have to do with any of this? Very much so.
1: You want to keep your routine as normal as much as possible. Okay. Um, Why? Well, that will help not let that depression set in so much. because you don't want to give up the things that are part of your routine, because first of all, you'll lose that in your routine. So if you have something like going to the gym, it's hard to get it back once you let it go. Sure. Because there's always things that can steal our routine from us. And so keeping those normal things helps to give us that level of par so that we're not taking that dip after all this excitement's over, and now what do we do? We have nothing.
0: What about that circle of friends you have that maybe is not involved with your family activities? Maybe they're friends, and maybe work friends or whatever isn't it important at this time of year to stay connected with them and if so why well our circle of friends are
1: very important because they're our support group okay and we choose our friends so we're not stuck in this relationship because we are obligated to or we have to these are the people we choose to engage in our life right and so they're the kind that will keep us grounded right they can be our cheerleaders they can help us with perspective and we don't have to put on our game face we don't have to have the elephant conflict in the room we can just just be us, be us and oh, that's good cool. that.
0: that's so cool all right let's uh take a break here and go to a commercial which is actually all about me how about that <laughs> <laughs> here we go oh lord have mercy on this weary soul Call Marcia today at 727 417 0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marcia McAllister at 727 417 0707. Oh, Lord, have mercy on this weary soul. Come and take me to the river. All right. Okay. Actually, that's my commercial for my real estate business. And um, I'm the first one doing an ad here on our show. And we want to invite others of you that want to do an ad to go to our new website, which is exciting that we have a new website and a webmaster. Webmaster Megan up in Indiana uh, has created our new website, which is goyard2014.org. And go there, and our advertisement, they're very, very re, uh, reasonable prices if you want to advertise your business or your service. And then just uh, go there, and also then send us an email. Let me give you the email address. It's goyard2014 at gmail.com. So the website, goyard2014.org, and the Gmail is goyard 2014 at gmail.com is our email address. Now, our Facebook, and Dr. Angel, you're the one that's that's set up all this Facebook. And it's kind of exciting, isn't it? Very much. And we're getting response, good response on Facebook. So let's tell our audience how they can uh, connect with that. Well, that's Facebook backslash goyard at thirteen forty <laughs> We gotta remember all <laughs> lots these of things. numbers in there yeah, so it's uh, goyard thirteen forty for the Facebook but go there and like us please and uh, there's a good place to comment if you yes. like to show if you had uh, show ideas that you'd like us to do shows on different topics that would be great. and again we tell you that our text number is seven two seven four one seven. 0707 and the phone number seven two seven four four one three thousand we just got a text i'm going to read it to you okay. dr angel here you go so let's see if you can come up with an answer here our family has been invited to a thanksgiving gathering this person says we feel uncomfortable going due to circumstances that have transpired this year can you offer any help in this situation thank you Well, you know what? I can a little bit here because this is a tip for us because... Just because you're invited doesn't mean you have to accept the invitation. Oh my, that's rather radical, Dr. Angel. I mean, don't we always feel obligated to go wherever we're invited? And and that's the obligation that we sometimes decide to clothe ourselves
1: in and make our choices. But no matter what happens this holiday season, you always have the right to say no. And that may be to decline an activity. That can be decline a party. You can decline an invitation. You may... You know be able to decline doing things or you know volunteering into something you can say no and um so that's okay it's very much okay and if there's conflict and things going on it you know sometimes not going at least won't put more fuel in that conflict and give it a chance maybe that it can be resolved before the next holiday maybe not and
0: maybe it's a wake-up call to the other person that that you didn't go For some reason, and hey, there is a problem here. and needs to be resolved. Um, What if the person feels, they didn't say this on the text. I'm just throwing this at you. Okay. What if the person feels that there's no way out, that they have to go, that it's, you know, very important. They have to go. It's going to cause more problems if they don't go. So give us some ideas on how should they behave when they're there. Well, this is definitely not
1: an opportunity to air out dirty laundry. So, if you you know if you still choose to go, um, it is a choice you can make. It is you know to act yourself, um, hold yourself together, keep your head high, and um, and when you're not comfortable, don't stay. You don't have to stay 12
0: hours if you choose to go. You maybe. can put in an appearance and leave, right? If you you're can. uncomfortable. You can. Well, I think that's a good question. I'm glad the person wrote that because I think that that is something that all of us have had to deal with at one point in our lives, I think. You know, know? very
1: much so. You know, it's funny because... When I first started having children, um, I remember wanting to make the holiday special for the kids. I wanted to start my own traditions. And my mother-in-law was not going to have that. It was everyone had to go to, you know, the grandmother's house. You had to be there all day. You had to do it her way or no way. Right. And I remember thinking, no, because I don't want my kids growing up and as adults only having holiday memories at their grandmother's right. every holiday. That wasn't fair. I wanted for to an extended
0: period of time. Every holiday.
1: I every didn't holiday. mind going over for a few hours. I didn't mind making alternative plans. But it wasn't going to suck up my whole day from sun up to midnight. And right. I wasn't going to do that. And I set that boundary early on. Okay. It caused a ruckus. Okay. It caused a lot of problems. <laughs> but you know what? I am so glad I stuck to my guard because my children and I, we have our own holiday traditions that are Fantastic. very special. And I have an 18-year-old who When are we going to start making cranberries, Mom? When are we going to have Coke and cherries, Mom? Because these are the things we incorporated in our special holiday celebrations
0: that mean so much to all of us now. So the feeling of obligation, you were mature enough at that point, which a lot of people are not. No. But you were mature enough at that point to say, wait a minute, no, I'm going to make some traditions with my own kids. Now, let me throw this at you because a lot of people get stuck and one of my family members was like this years ago, and it, it everything had to be on that particular day. Like, let's say Thanksgiving Day is Thursday, coming up the 27th. Now, for our, you know, for some people, that that can't work out that day for sure. whatever reason. Or December 25th is Christmas, but some people, you know... It, why not bend it a little bit? Why does it have to be on that exact day? But, and you know what? Some people are so rigid, doctor. I have experienced this in my life, and I bet some of our listeners have too. Oh, very much so. And that's definitely
1: a, a tip, is um, being flexible. And the holiday is not, it's a season okay holidays a season what's the purpose to have time and memories with our loved ones we have to remember the purpose behind this okay because if we don't we get stuck in commercialism we get stuck in the rigidity and we get stuck in mess right so it's a season and the not just a day that's what you're saying it's It's a a season okay and it's a season of spending time with those we love right meaning that it doesn't have to be on the day if you know, some people might work on Thanksgiving. It's okay to do your meal on Wednesday night or the Saturday before or the Saturday or Sunday after, as long as you carve that time right. for your loved ones to have sure. to, to spend it and to celebrate the tradition of the holiday and to be in together.
0: And being flexible is. What you need. But a lot of families, they get up, they have, let's say they have small children, Mm because this happened to me many years ago. Small children, they want to open their, Santa's come, they want to open their presents, they want to do all this, and they can't even take, they don't even have any time to play with anything, and they are, so get in the shower, hurry up, we got to go to grandma's, we got to do this, we got to do that. So those demands, I've lived through that, and obviously you have too. And with families. And so you're saying, people, you'll be less stressed if you're more flexible? Is that what you're saying?
1: Very much less stressed if you're flexible. But not just that. Don't get stuck so much in this traditional, rigid way of celebrating. It's okay to think outside the box. There you go. It's okay. If you know your holiday day is going to be spent with all this extra family and going to grandma's, maybe you might not have your kids open their gifts on Christmas morning. Maybe you might change it or maybe you'll give them one gift a day. I remember doing that with the boys one year when they were little because when they'd get like eight or nine gifts, it was overwhelming. Overwhelming. And Mm -hmm. when they're little, their gifts were small and inexpensive, so they would get more and they couldn't handle that many toys at one time. So we did one gift a day for tell their gifts Well, ran that's kind of cool. I and like they that idea. Each
0: gift as they received in it. In 1977, I had a baby on Christmas Eve. So that re- <laughs> There you go. There you go. And that was my my uh, youngest son and so at that point I remember we had to move Christmas like a week later, you know, for the for the 4-year-old Ryan and Lori who was 2 because we had a baby, you know, and we were in the hospital. Back then you didn't go to the hospital for 24 hours. You went for a week and uh, really relaxed, right? <laughs> but I love this changing just because it's that day. Don't be so rigid, right? Don't be rigid, and, and remember, it's a season, and it's
1: about the memory, not about the gift or the money items and the special things that come up. This is a time that so many cool special events are up. Get online, Google your area. Our area has parks that have beautiful oh, light cool stuff. Play. Yeah, and boat every, parades. Boat parades. You know, every year my my children and I we make a pot of hot cocoa, and we go walk through the lights and sing Christmas carols. And my oldest is 18, and he still engages and has a good time. Oh, that's fantastic. And we watch a Christmas movie every night between you know Thanksgiving and Christmas and have special foods that we only make this time
0: of year. So make it special. That's, what, that's what you're saying. Make what it. what they're going to remember. That's the tradition. They're going to remember and pass on to their children.
1: You could ask my children what they had gotten for Christmas
0: last year or when they were 10. They
1: would probably not be able to tell you the gift yeah they'll tell you what we did
0: yeah hmm here's another text here it comes okay got a family situation this person says and i seem to be the fuel to the fire but it's not my fault okay okay what if the in-laws like to cause drama that's centered around me question mark okay what do i do well, that that can be a difficult
1: situation, and I think it's really going to rely on your partnership with your spouse. Well, there you go.
0: That's because a good one. Good your, answer. Your
1: spouse needs to be a protector for you. Absolutely. Um, if it's
0: your in laws, it's the, the spouse. Pa- what if the spouse is not, though, Doctor Angel? That can definitely create some relationship issues. What if the spouse is still mommy's baby? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that hurts the relationship. It hurts. Because yeah. And the
1: primary relationship really, the spouse should be protecting his or her partner. Right. In that relationship. And so setting a time limit is okay. Maybe letting the, the other person go without you for an hour or two might be appropriate. Um, maybe you go in and if the drama blows, you make you it, leave. a concerted <laughs> effort. Thank you for having us. And you leave
0: because right. it's, it's time to leave. So... You know, this the, this text and the one previous is indicating there are family tensions that oh, sometimes much. people dread so much at this time of year, even going to that person's house or, uh, you know, it, being involved in any kind of communication there. It, it's painful time for some people, and we acknowledge that, don't we? Very much. It can be a very challenging time of year for yeah. so
1: many reasons, so... You know, I think everyone feels the extra tension and stress this time of year. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, What if you feel like if uh, you stay away, Mm -hmm. let's say, from this situation and Mm -hmm. you don't go because it's volatile. Mm -hmm. What if you think that 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 draws attention to you and makes going to make it worse? I mean, do you think that's the case or do you think... Well, it, in, when you're talking about family drama,
1: <laughs> anything can happen. <laughs> I agree. You're talking about right drama and people like drama and they can make a case and oh, blow anything yes. and everything. And that is where your partnership of your relationship is paramount. You have to be united front. Whatever that is, we do united. Right. And your spouse should be expecting you to be respected. And if you're not, they should be protecting you. And if they're not, you guys need to deal with that in the relationship because that's That's a deal that can be a deal breaker and a relationship cutter that destroys ultimately ends in destruction. That's
0: huge what you just said. Very much. You're saying that the communication between the spouses, they need to be on the same page. What if they disagree about what happened or the event or the fact that, let's say, the the daughter-in-law is not getting along with the mother-in-law or whatever? I've been there, so I, I've lived that one, so I'll own that. I mean, and, and what if the spouse does not, well, no, my mom didn't mean that, takes up for the mom or whatever the case may be. What do you do? Well, that's where communication in that relationship has got to come in
1: because— yeah. They may try to defend the parent. And I'm not saying the spouse is always right, but we have to protect our spouse. And if our spouse is feeling this way, we have to figure out what's happening and how do I protect. I can't send my my spouse into the lion's den and think they're going to continue going and being my spouse and we're united. We're not.
0: Right. So, and in so, other words, face the issue. Whatever mm-hmm. has happened, whatever this fire that this uh, listener is writing about, whatever inflammatory thing happened here, whatever the situation was, face it. Sit down with your spouse prior to going to the dinner, to the to the gift exchange, whatever it is. Sit down and talk it out, right? Talk about it. You can even make... Um like a code word that, you know, if I'm feeling really
1: uncomfortable, I'm going to say, you know, blue mountains. And that means, can we go and set it up in a van? I like that. That's because good. Because then they'll know when, when something's yeah. happening, because they may not know or see there's lots of people in distractions and setting and talking about it before you go right. and saying, what can we do if this happens? Because it may not. I mean, it may, I mean, based on past behaviors or past experiences, you you know, right. so, Talking about
0: it with your partner or spouse is very important. Okay. Make it a game plan. All right. Make a game plan. If the spouse does not want to, if it, the spouse ignores it and says, oh, you know, mom didn't mean that, or you just have to gut up and you got to do this and, you know, that kind of thing. I've well, lived that. Very much. I would take my own vehicle
1: <laughs> and I would either A, not go or leave on my own. There you go. Because you, you can't continue to subject yourself to this environment that's. unhealthy and damaging that's not that's not right okay all
0: right what if you are one of those that uh, goes to one of these holiday parties with relatives and you never know what to talk about what do you do i mean should you force yourself to try to make conversation with people um what do you do when people are you know you don't see them that often i mean you know how far should you kind
1: of push yourself I don't think you should push yourself at all. I think you need to be real. You need to be okay clear with what's going on. I like if you're that not, response. If if this if you're not happy, you don't have to pretend like you're having the best night of your life. It's okay. okay, so don't to, fake it. Don't lie. Don't fake it. Be real.
0: Don't blow up and say. Or I mean, don't blow up your life and make it sound wonderful, wonderful if it's not no, right. Just don't be real. Don't be faky. No. I mean, I've had a lot of relatives like that, haven't we all? You know, that are people in our lives, office, let's say an office, that, that, that really probably is more true, where people are, you know, they act like this and this and this and it's all great and it's all wonderful. It's not at all. Very much so. And so,
1: you know, be realistic with who you are and be true to yourself. Okay. Be true to um, yourself. Kind of going back a little bit to that family dynamic. There was one dynamic. We, we keep talking about the in-law part, but sometimes we have an issue with our own family of origin. We're, oh, absolutely. Doesn't have
0: to be in-laws. No. no.
1: And we walk in and we're grown and we have kids and we are in our 30s or 40s or 20s or 50s, whatever. Yeah. And we become that 12 year old child. Or that 13-year-old oh, child. what and do you mean? How do you do that? We revert. We're, ex- you know, expected to revert. We just get in that family of origin. We start reverting to who we were when we were younger. Okay. We're not that younger person. We're grown. We have experiences. We have so much you know, are, we're different. We're not that 12 sure. year old child. And so we have to try and watch ourselves to not let ourselves fall into, you know, whatever that role you took in childhood. Wow, that's a really good point. It's a very good because yeah. it happens Those dynamics happen. And it's so it's blinding. I don't even think we realize we it happens. And so if you felt good like point. you were, you know, the child who was always left out, you'll kind of go in with that feeling in that attitude oh, and behave I gotcha. in those feelings okay. or whatever that yeah. is. So live in the moment, huh? Very much live in the moment, not in the past. Okay.
0: So you don't have to be that same role you were when you were younger. All right. So you just go in and try to relax, right? It's yes. kind of hard, though, in some of these holiday situations to relax. I mean, and be yourself. But, I mean, you really should go and try to have a good time if you possibly can. Very much. And that's about our attitude and our perspective. But you know what I always tell people is make an
1: escape plan. Make an escape If you're walking, you have know, the Santa Claus movie. <laughs> I love movie, that Dr. Angel. He has one that's called the Santa Claus Escape Clause, I think. But I like escape clause. <laughs> and that just means... Here's our plan and if things don't work, we make a backup plan. It's okay. It's right. really okay. It's And maybe really okay. just knowing you have a backup plan, you may never want even really use it. It'll calm you down knowing that there is that you're united and we have
0: a plan. Right. Okay. So in other words, back to that communication with your spouse or whoever significant other that you're going to the party with and and or the event and make sure you're both on the same page. Yes. And um try your best to have, good time, have a good time. Have a good time if you can. And, and if you can't, maybe it's time to go. Right. Okay. So let's go back to making new traditions. I love that concept. I really do. Uh, because I think a lot of people get stuck in the past or they get stuck with this is the way our family always did it. And I think it's kind of cool to, to try new things like you were talking about with your sons, all three sons. New, new traditions are great. And it's getting outside and thinking outside that box. And it
1: can be a myriad of activities that you can choose to do. Okay, It's your tradition that you're making together and it it can be from doing an activity to making a special food to watching a special program to playing. Maybe you just want to play, uh, have family night during that time of year where you guys play a board game right, or, or whatever it is, have a snack night where you all get together and make a snack and play games with your kids or whoever are in your little circle. Those new traditions, that's what's going to last. I mean, I told you, you can ask my kids what they had received from Christmas last year. They probably can't tell you. They probably can't tell you. You could ask you. them what they received 5 years ago. They really can't tell you, but I can tell you what they can tell you. They can tell you every activity we done. They can tell you all about Christmas Town at Bush Gardens. They can tell you all about walking through the lights at the
0: park. They can tell you about our cocoa
1: or oh, all wow. our little things we do.
0: Okay. That's great. So just major on making and creating new family activities, new traditions, um, and do fun things. Get out of the house. I think that helps depression, too. I think a lot of people on yeah. the holidays, they sit around and they feel sorry for themselves, and that just makes the whole thing worse. If you want to text me right now, you can, 727 417 0707 with a comment, a question, or a situation that you would like to have an answer to uh, using the expertise of our PhD licensed mental health counselor, Dr. Angel Falzoni. Okay, so what about saying no? We kind of touched on that earlier. Aren't there times that we do need to say no that I can't do this or I can't or, you know, this situation? It's not going to work for me. Very much. Saying no is okay. Okay. You always reserve the right to say no to whatever
1: it is. Um, We reserve the right to say no to giving of our time, our resources, our money, our whatever. We can say no. All right. And you may feel obligated, but you still can say no. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, it's that pressure that family can put on us. I was just talking to someone the other day and, and they're traveling for Thanksgiving and they work all day Friday. And they're lo- you know, their family's putting pressure on them to leave Friday as soon as work gets over. Drive through the night for this, you know, 14 hour drive so they could be there earlier. And we talked about that. And I'm like, is that Safety. You feel? I mean, you've worked since six in the morning, you're going to drive through the night, still be driving wow. until, yeah. you know, in the afternoon, Saturday yeah. with children. Wow. And, and that person was like, but I feel obligated.
0: Oh, and I'm like, wow.
1: Yes, I get it. The yeah. red light. Maybe, you know, you need to set your boundary and say, that's not realistic for us. Right. That's not
0: safe. Right. We're going That's to be driving through
1: ice and snow, and I'm going to be exhausted.
0: Well, okay. What about you and I are mothers, and I'm a grandmother. What What about when, you know, the kids all come home, and you're in the kitchen. This doesn't happen to me very much because we go out to dinner now, but it used to. But when you're in the kitchen, and you're, you're cooking and cleaning and everything, and nobody even seems to pay attention to the fact that you're busy doing all this, and you're exhausted, your back hurts, your legs hurt, you just want to sit down, but... Nobody's helping you. What do you do, doctor? Well, that's where I talk about keeping it simple. Um, it's okay to keep things simple. We don't
1: have to be Wonder Woman. We don't have to, to do everything. Wonder
0: Woman. You know, there <laughs> is
1: no shame in finding shortcuts. Okay. Um, for example, this year I'm going to be celebrating Thanksgiving on Wednesday night Okay. with my children. I work Wednesday. Right. So I'm taking a few shortcuts. I'm going to make some things this weekend and freeze it. I'm going to order parts of my dinner from the Honey Baked Ham Company. Okay. And the kids are going to make some parts of the dinner and they're taking go. some shortcuts. There and you it's go. It's simple. Right. That way I don't have all this pressure of how am I going to make this massive meal in this short amount of time. Exactly. Everyone's involved. We're going to probably eat it on Chinette. Because right. Who wants to wash a million
0: zillion right. dishes? Right. Exactly. But it is the fact that you're doing a special meal. So, it's not there's nothing wrong if your house is the host house and you're the supermom or the wonder woman as Dr. Angel talked about uh, allowing people to bring a dish of food. No, nothing wrong. Delegate. <laughs> yeah, delegate, right? Let them be involved because that's
1: that's what it's all about. It's not a one person show. It's a family, it's a family or event. a an event yeah. with
0: friends or whoever you're extending your house to. And if if you can't do it all, then say, I can't do it all. Or say, I can't do it this year. And ask for help. There's no shame in
1: asking for help. It's okay. And people usually want to help. Yeah. You know, they want to feel like they have a part of it. So ask for help when you need it. And keep it simple. Right. If you don't want to wash dishes all day. You know, I make some of my dishes in those um, disposable, microwavable things that you can just throw away when it's done. Oh, yeah. Little casserole dishes. There's no shame in
0: that. It's okay. Right. Right. So you're just saying, take it easy, make it simple. I like you just keep coming back to that concept and do your best to enjoy the holiday and not stress over what could happen, right? The what ifs. What if. You can make, what if so-and-so says this? What if, you know, so-and-so does that, et cetera? Make a backup plan. That's fine. You know, and for people, I want to go back to the lonely thing. Let's do it.
1: A tip on that is: some people are going to feel lonely. They're going to be lonely physically, right. and not be close to loved ones. It happened to me last year, and I didn't have my children on Thanksgiving or Christmas, and it was—I felt very lonely. But there are things you can do. Okay, you can get out and volunteer on the holidays because there's other people that are lonely. There's you a lot of soup kitchens, soup aren't there? Kitchen, yeah, group homes and um, where children are staying, um, homes where they keep elderly people. These are people who are lonely too, right? And get involved. Right. Um, that's a great thing to do with your time. And it's giving back and it's feeding the positive oh, that's great. feelings. And
0: yes. So it's a win-win. How about you run into somebody and, and you're just chatting in the office or wherever and you find out they're not doing anything for Thanksgiving? Giving
1: together, connect with friends or connect. coworkers, Right. Uh, with churches. Uh, sometimes churches right. will get together and have. You know the people who might not have. I know somebody that um, I've known quite a while, and she doesn't have her family here, and she opens it to coworkers and friends and people who are going to be alone, and they get together and have made a pretty big shindig over the years yep. of celebrating the holidays. Exactly.
0: And so that's where I'm talking about flexibility and stepping outside that. And it's okay to spot. invite a friend that or a neighbor. <laughs> Um, my sisters have always done that. You know, they've, we've called them the strays that oh, <laughs> that, yes. that we've picked up through the years. And maybe it's a neighbor, maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's somebody's, you know, somebody's relative and they didn't have any place to go. Great to invite them and bring them on. Right. Exactly. And it's a win-win. Yeah. And so, let's think That's about...
1: That's giving of yourself, isn't it? And this is really what the holidays is about. It's, right. Is, our, is
0: making it the memory.
1: Yeah. And it's making time special for others around us. And oh, so, I like that.
0: If and you're alone, you don't have to be. You don't have to be. And I, I like the fact that we're addressing all this, Dr. Angel, because a lot of times people go through the holidays and they never have any kind of helpful guidance on how to make it a little bit easier. You know, and I think that's what, why we're talking about this. Tonight. And
1: I think what happens is we if it kind of freaks us out a little bit more and makes us feel more stressed because we have all this going on and we're not sure how to pan it out right. and work it and sort it. Um, Blended families, I know we're running down on time, but blended families, I didn't want to leave you out because that's a huge area of conflict. yes. And there is no shame in changing the day, uh, celebrating things outside the box. Right. If, you know, you have your kids and they have to go on a certain day and I have my kids and they have to go on a certain day, it's okay to change the day and do it different and find those special moments.
0: So just be flexible. I keep hearing that. I keep hearing, make it, keep it simple. Try not to stress over it too much and think it out too much is what I think. Don't preoccupy with what the what ifs. What if she says this and then I react like this. Quit playing that stuff in your head, right? Just Quit stop it. it. You're going to make it
1: happen, you yeah, know. So right. keep it keep <laughs> it simple, be flexible, be
0: realistic Right, and have an escape clause. Have oh, I like that. Have your escape plan with your spouse, if you have a spouse or your friend or whoever you're taking to the 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 meal or whatever. Um, and tr- be willing to make new traditions I love that I want that oh I just I think that's just a huge point here as we wind down make new traditions do it think of things and you've given tons of examples tonight on this show go back and listen to the show on the podcast here on the station in the next day or two and you can write down some of dr angel's traditions that she does with her three teenage sons but you know it that's taken effort too hasn't it For For you to. It's purposeful and it's it's planning. And it's.
1: We do it and we engage in it. And so making new traditions is a great. Way but it's amazing too. that
0: your your teenage boys, as old as they are, still look forward to all these things. They very much. I mean, they still let me read The Night Before Christmas on Aww. Christmas Eve. My dad always did, read, read a story called The Naked Christmas Tree. <laughs> so that was kind of cool to all of our kids. So anyway, it's been a great time with you tonight. We love doing this show, and we want you to tell other people about it. Like us on Facebook, and that's facebook.com backslash go yard 1340 go there like us write a comment a question whatever you want to do and uh, don't forget to check out our new website which is goyard2014.org.org okay Woo! It's been fun, Dr. Angel. These these 55 minutes go very, very fast. They do. They fly by, just kind of like the year did on That's us. That's right. And we thank you for the ones who texted in tonight, and we hope to talk to you soon next week on this show live. Always fun. We'll have a great Thanksgiving Day show next week. All right. God bless you. Have a great week, Dr. Angel Falzoni. You have a word. Oh, good night, everybody. Woo! All right. Let's have a great holiday season, everyone. From Mama Mac and Dr. Angel, see you next week. Good night.